All right. Hello and welcome to Codec Call, the Targeting's gaming podcast. I'm Luke. I'm joined by Dakota and Carlos. What's going on, guys? Part two. Yeah. Yep. Part this is two. the second installment in our game of the year discussions. So just pick up where we left off, um, working through the categories. Wait. Are we not going to talk about the stickers this time? Uh, yeah, Dakota, you get any cool new stickers? I'd no. like a recap first. Of what? Of what it, What was chosen. Oh, I thought you were meaning the stickers. Nah, no one cares about the stickers. No, nah, dude, I care about the stickers. All right, well, first off, best advantage... I can't talk. Best advantage... <laughs> best okay. adventure, yeah. It goes to Ghost of Shushima. Ghost of Shushima. I can't pronounce that very well. Uh, best music goes to Risk of Rain Two. Best sound design went to The Last of Us Part Two. Best graphics was a big debate, but it ultimately went to Microsoft Flight Simulator. Best art style was Hades. Best underrated game was Yakuza Like a Dragon. Biggest disappointment was Cyberpunk 2077. Best indie was Hades. And best multiplayer was Call of Duty Warzone. There, there's your recap. Thank you. Yeah, the um, the sticker situation is ongoing for anybody wanting an update on that. What does that even mean? Dude, I don't know. I'm getting more stickers. I feel like yes. you should just be like a kid and put them on your car window. No, no, I'm not putting. No, those are like decals. Nobody, you should. Uh, no, but put them like like if your no. my brothers did it once where they just put a bunch of stickers on the inside of the car no. window. No, don't don't ruin things that are expensive with stickers. Don't do that. For all you kids out there, don't do that. If it is Especially above, like not a desk. if it is above three hundred dollars, don't ruin it with stickers. That's sage advice. Great, great advice for the the youth out there. Yeah, maybe I'll put the stickers under the desk so you don't actually see them, but they're being used. That's an idea. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. All well, right, let's go. <laughs> so. Keeping it moving, uh, I guess. Should we start with the most anticipated? Sure, why not? Now, um, in years past, we had had a caveat that um, it needs to have a uh, release date um, announced. But given today's climate, um, a lot of people are holding off on release dates as things get delayed with development difficulties right now. So, I think we're okay to. Not worry about that part of it. So, for most anticipated, the nominees are God of War 2, Horizon Forbidden West, Halo Infinite, Elden Ring, Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild 2, Metroid Prime 4, Deathloop, Ghostwire Tokyo, Gotham Knights, Pokemon Snap, Overwatch 2, Persona 5 Strikers, Resident Evil Village, and 
12 minutes. Yeah. A lot of good stuff coming out, man. It's tough. I mean, the sad part is that even though that's not our, uh, like, our official stance is that it has to be, it has to have a date or be said to come out next year, I'm still, like, thrown into that. Because, like, my personal one would be Elden Ring, but I, I have no idea when it's coming. And I'm more disappointed in that we haven't heard anything about it. So I wouldn't vote that. I'd agree with that because um, um, I would say, like in general, it's it would be my most anticipated. But again, yeah, we know nothing. Really looking forward to Overwatch too, but we we really haven't seen anything. I mean, there's a few trailers, but there's not been a lot of info on the game. Um, so it's kind I'm, of well, we almost we almost have to ignore that because what God of War two, we haven't seen anything. Yeah, but we haven't seen anything. I don't know. I'm yeah, like Breath of the Wild. I'm definitely not. The only thing that we know about that is it's in development. I doubt it comes this year. I highly doubt it comes this year. Um, I I'm more interested in giving because God of War. I'm pretty sure that they said 2021 coming 2021 on that. So we do have so that one is like eligible by the old rules and now, um. Well, I'm just. This isn't gonna win, and I don't want it to win because it shouldn't win. But it's probably mine, and my biggest is my most anticipated is probably Resident Evil. Really? Yeah, I really thought that that trailer looked awesome with the werewolves and stuff. Yeah. But then, and then, like a close second is Pokemon Snap. Close second, super close second, like almost not even re- measurable. Yeah, Resident Evil. That was a dope trailer. I did get really hyped, really hyped from that um, reveal trailer. Um, now, does that was there a date announced for Village? I think uh, that was just twenty twenty one. Um. I think I, I have no idea though. I guess we have the internet. So, Ghostwire had a trailer, and that's been kind of silent. Deathloop we've seen multiple times, and that's coming out in the spring. So we've seen a good amount of that game. Gotham Knights had a really big expose mm-hmm. when that was finally announced. Yeah, uh, Resident Evil just says twenty twenty one. Halo Infinite is confirmed and got a, a semi-large, um, you know, showcase at Xbox's thing uh, this past summer. Yeah, I mean, I think like, see, my thing is is that Ghostwire, I'm less interested in because the director lady left. Yeah, that so, doesn't bode well. Yeah, Deathloop. I was really interested in whenever it was first shown, and the more they show, and the more it gets pushed, which I know that this year, like, you shouldn't hold it against anything, but I I don't know. That's been so up and down, too, so... No. Uh, Metroid Prime 4 is nearly... Well, was said that they basically started all over. Um, 
Yes, we're not going to see that for a long time. Right. Halo Infinite. It ha- it started off seemed like I thought it looked pretty good in the Xbox thing, not visually, but I thought the concept of it was interesting. But yeah, pulled, I thought the game like, looked fun. Yeah, but then they pulled everybody, so or everybody left. Not that they pulled. Um, I guess it would be God of War. It'd probably be my vote personally. For this, like, if I had to pick a community game for everybody to anticipate, it would be God of War. Personally, mine's more Pokemon Snap and Resident Evil. Uh, 12 Minutes looks pretty awesome, too, though. It it does look awesome. Um, I I probably wouldn't put it above a big AAA, but... Yeah. uh, Martinez, I'll I'll edit that out. Carlos, what do you think? (laughs) (laughs) Make sure you edit out you saying I'll edit that out. Uh, on that list, um, I'm most excited for God of War. I enjoyed that first one that kind of revamped for it so much. Uh, Horizon is a strong second because I really enjoyed the first one, especially as a as a AAA game that did so much. That was like one of the first games I played when I got my PS4. And I just grinded, enjoyed it. I still... You know, whenever I get the chance and, and I purchase games, uh, some of them I tend to keep. And Horizon is one of those games that I was like, yeah, I got to keep this. So I can replay it at some point again just because it was that good. So those I are the really, two. But I'm going to go with God of War. I always jump yeah. into Horizon and then I back out. You just got to give it. I thought you of could, uh, replaying you it You got to stop again. telling me what to do. <laughs> I thought of... Uh, getting back into it recently when I was sitting at home for a few weeks. Um, and I and I thought of just picking it back up, starting from the beginning, kind of doing the new game plus mode. Um, there's a DLC on it that I've kind of started and then stopped, started again. So I'd love to, like, crack that open. And, and everybody just talks uh, about, like, the big ending. And I have no idea what they're talking about, unfortunately. Um... Don't tell me, clearly. I'd love to tell you. Yeah. Oh, I don't want to hear. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I, my, I, my vote would be God of War. Let's cut you off, man. No, no worries. I think I think that's what I got to go with, too, because we didn't see much, but it's they said 2021. Um, and, I mean, I, I think I have the most trust in them to uh, mm-hmm. deliver. Uh, Horizon... Um, is up there too. Honestly, I think Deathloop looks really, really great, but mm-hmm. Halo Infinite kind of worried about Gotham Knights will probably be good. Um, but I think God of War, it has a ring. I'm worried about. Oh but man. We'll never see it. Yeah. You know, I just realized the game that's on here, it won't win, but I just remember that, um, uh, Darkest Dungeon 2 is coming. I completely oh, forgot yeah. about that. I think it may be next month, actually. Uh, don't quote me on that, though. You should check the tape. Uh, oh, it just says 2021. We'll launch an early access on Epic. 
Oh. And that's fine, I guess. Um, yeah, I, don't know, I think next next month. Sorry, next month is the early release. Sorry, early gotcha. access. I think God of War has like not disappointed us yet, so I think that's no I, reason I, why to. Yeah, I I think that Sony Santa Monica is much more tight lipped than most other studios, and they know how to just like, hey, maybe we should just shut up and actually make the game rather than trying to, because like all that we know is that it exists. That's it. Yeah. But and they, they kind of did the same with the first one. We really didn't see much of it before the game came out. Yeah. And then whenever they did show that well, they I think they showed it in two consecutive E3s and then that was it. And then you the game came out, I think. I think it was only two. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. So again, you know, they followed that same philosophy of yeah um staying quiet because they know they got something good so yeah then they know i'm sure they know that it'll sell (laughs) don't need to hype it up you know who else does that rockstar (laughs) (laughs) you got it i heard him huff and puff over there but yeah (laughs) i mean (laughs) it's true uh red dead 2 is like one of my favorite games of all time I just don't want to play it 24-7 like somebody else. It's such a damn good game. It is at, good some, game. at some point, you just gotta stop. <laughs> it's not Fortnite. Well, anyway, I think got that locked in. Locking it in. And, and the winner is God of War 2. All right, moving on to best RPG. This was a good year for RPGs. Um, and the nominees are Yakuza Like a Dragon, Final Fantasy VII Remake, Cyberpunk 2077, Wasteland 3, and Persona 5 Royal. So I'm just going to go out there and say it. I haven't played Wasteland 3 or Persona 5 Royal. Wait. Uh, no, let's let's just disregard what's Wasteland Three. <laughs> I mean, it sounds good. It looks promising. Uh, I started playing it uh, today, and so I I don't have enough authority to really talk about it. I know that Wasteland Three and Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven should not win this list. Should not win this category. So there's that. That's my opinion. Uh, yeah. So shut up, Carlos. Moving on. <laughs> I mean, the only game I played at that list is Cyberpunk, and yeah, no, that's why this pretty yeah. much has to go to Luke. And and I'm on the last mission, and honestly, like. For them to do a callback where you... I don't want to hear it. <laughs> you help somebody else. You help someone out in the beginning or like middle of the game and I... you finish their story. And on the final mission, Why? they're like, hey, you want to call so-and-so? 
Why would you tell us the ending to the story to the game that none of neither one of us have beaten yet? I haven't beaten it yet either. But <laughs> so then, hey, so and so come. So then, why would you say that? In case you haven't been doing all your story arcs. I don't want to do all my story arcs. I don't want to play that game. So moving on. So, so this is a, who, which one wins? This is a tough one. <laughs> it's definitely a tough one. You played, you played Yakuza and Final Fantasy, right? Both. Yes, and I played more of Yakuza than Final Fantasy. I mean, that's fine. It's also like five times as big. I don't. I, I'm being dramatic with five, but I know that it's considerably longer. Or at least I'm assuming it is. So uh, it's 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 tough. But if I gotta say, I'm gonna say Yakuza. Um, just I I haven't finished either. Um, but from the time I've spent, I've enjoyed Yakuza more, and it really surprised me. Um, Final Fantasy VII uh, seems awesome, and I I want to play it more, but I'm. I'm probably at this point going to wait until the one year exclusivity comes up and then it, it should probably come out on PC at that point. Um, and they can play it above 30 frames a second. So for that, I guess for that aspect, Yakuza is on more platforms with more, you know, more options for the player. And, and I, I mean, they, they both seem great. It's a close race. They're both awesome. But if I had to pick, I'd say Yakuza. I'll support that. And I, I, Carlos, I know, um, I, I know you're a big fan of Cyberpunk, but I also agree it's. It, I think the game's too problematic to win. <laughs> I think I will. It's a great it. game underneath layers of crud. Look, at some point, uh, CD Projekt Red is going to call me into court to give my testimony on the game. I'm going to say it was great. <laughs> at that point, and then I will walk in right afterwards, and I will say I veto everything he just said. <laughs> Dakota, what you have to do is get a job as um one of those typewriter people, and then like wear sunglasses <laughs> and a mask or something, and then you're taking the notes, and then suddenly you reveal yourself, and you're like, I'm striking it all from the record. <laughs> You just dun, reminded dun, dun. you just reminded me of uh, the episode of King of the Hill. Whenever Dale has, I can't remember who it is, but he tries to get somebody to like reveal that they're wearing a mask, and he's just like, "Just pull it off, you know, just do this, ha ha." And he's like, "No, like this, ha ha." And then keeps going. Oh shit. Okay, moving on. I thought it was funny. Yeah, it's a good show. Um, and the winner is Yakuza, like a dragon. I'm really just going to say, in order for this to be admissible in court, you need to have evidence, and you do not have evidence. Because saying that it's a good game or a great game is an opinion, not a fact, so it doesn't count. Done. Bum, All right, moving exactly. on. Hold on, my, on, my to... lawyer's whispering in my ear right now. Mm -hmm. I'm my he said, own he, said he accepts your uh, counteroffer. I'm my own independent person. I am my own lawyer. You're waiving the right to an attorney? Yeah. I will represent myself. Okay, can we move on to best shooter now? 
Best Shooter. And the nominees are... Okay, I'm going to skip this first one because we, we need to discuss how we're going to categorize that. But the nominees are Black Mesa, Half-Life Alex, Doom Eternal, Valorant. And then, uh, so, yeah. do we want to say Warzone and Black Ops? Because they both came out this year and now Warzone's include it's free and it's included in Black Ops, right? I don't. I mean, I I think first of all, I think they're two separate games. First of all, because they were by two different groups. Second of all, True. second of all, I don't think that Warzone should count as a shooter because I feel like that's more of a multiplayer battle royale. And which don't get me wrong, shooting is the main aspect of that game. But I would also say I like if I would put Warzone in the same category as Fall Guys. As a battle royale, and it already won that category. I think. Is that the, yeah multiplayer? It yeah, best multiplayer. See, so I think I would fall more into the best multiplayer or into multiplayer rather than like rather than this. But that's my personal opinion. I don't know how everybody else feels about it. We can leave it though, and we. I but I do think that they should be two separate games. Uh, I I think I mean I think it should be in the shooter category, honestly. Okay. I mean that's fine. Carlos, are you? What's your lawyer saying? Hold on, he's whispering in my ear. Okay, tell him to hurry up. We don't have time for this. He said he's gonna agree with you, Dakota. And put them as two separate games and leave it. Yeah. Okay. So we we do want it in the shooter, and it, I, if not, we're, I'm cool with that too. I mean, I don't think it's gonna win, so there's that. Actually, it may, <laughs> it may win. <laughs> well. Um, so yeah, let's do that. Let's just do this. Let's do this. Uh, oh, you already beat me to it. What the heck? I was hitting uh, the button right above. Or right below backspace. Okay, so we got Warzone and Black Ops Cold War as two separate games. Well, then here's the other conversation. Half, what Whoa. the hell did you just do? <laughs> Who did that? I'm not pressing anything. I didn't even know. <laughs> Is it Martinez? Carlos? Just <laughs> it for the record. Yeah, Stryker strike, from the record, man. I just couldn't resist. <laughs> Unbelievable. You fucking love <laughs> that shit, didn't you? Since this is an audio-only podcast, that was, uh... Carlos decided to just delete everything in our document in one fell swoop. I just, uh, highlighted everything and changed... I saw you highlight point. everything. Yeah, no, I just changed the text color to white. Okay. Nothing a control Z can't handle. All right, well, it looks like we're going to take editing permissions away from... (laughs) 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 Moving on. Okay, so best shooter. So, Half-Life Alex. Should that be in this category as well? Or is that... 
do you consider it a shooter? It's 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 a shooter slash horror. You know, it's very. What the hell does that mean? A horror is like the type of game that it is. These are genres. Okay, so it would be a horror themed shooter. I mean, it's in first person. You shoot, um, <laughs> but it's very okay. scary. I mean, that's up to that. I mean, that's very subjective. So, I mean, I guess it, if if we don't have enough to uh, have a best horror category, I think then we should have it here. I mean, I don't. Yeah, I I don't I don't think horror game is. I don't. I think it's hard to judge a horror game because it's up to you. Is that one scary? Like, is it scary? It's all scary to the person. Everybody has to agree that these are shooters, right? But that's once again. I know that I generally force my opinion onto other people, Carlos, and um, so like that's just my opinion. I don't think that. I think that it should say. I think it's still a shooter. And I don't think you can. I personally don't think you can argue against that. I mean, I'm down with that. Okay. <laughs> so. So the nominees. When it co- are... Didn't I just say that? Uh, no, you did, but we've changed it three times. <laughs> okay, nominees are Call of Duty Warzone, Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War, Black Mesa, Half Life Alex, Doom Eternal, and Valorant. Okay, so um, I've only played. Oh no, I played three. I played Warzone, Black Ops, and Doom. And for my money, God damn, am I really gonna pick Warzone for a second win? You are. Go for it, cause I am. Yeah, but which other game did you play out of these? Cold War and Warzone. <laughs> oh, okay. I I think Warzone is a better is better at shooting than Cold War. So I guess I would say Warzone. It's definitely not Doom for me. So I would agree that. Uh, We'll discuss Doom more, but I, I would say I'd, I wouldn't want Doom to be considered the best shooter of the year because it's it's it is a good game, but it's very weird and there's problems with it. Um, like Doom twenty sixteen was a very concise game in terms of its scope and the the premise. You know, you're essentially you're on the Mars uh, Mars station, demons take over. You got to fight your way out of the the research station, go to hell, fight your way out of hell. Um, it's about it, you know? And okay. it's, it's, um, that's obviously a fantastical, uh, premise. Obviously not really going to happen, but it's still, you know, it felt grounded, you, you know, it know didn't that. go too over the top. Um, the doom eternal just totally cranks everything to 11 to the point where, you know, every, every level seems like the cover of a, heavy metal album cover from the eighties and the story is like there's the night sentinels and the hell priests who are trying to steal the argent energy from the ancient gods. And 
you find the usurper who's, you know, I don't know. Like, I, I, I don't understand what the hell's going on, but it, I, I mean, everything looks badass. It looks really cool, but it's just like, <laughs> I, I could take Doom 2016 seriously. This I can't take seriously. So, like, I, I wish they had stayed in more of a mature direction, personally. Um, this is just balls to the walls, everything. And, like, they, they try to structure it like a, like a games-as-a-service game where there's challenges each week or something, and you unlock all these skins by completing the challenges, so you get, like, Doom Guy with a mullet. You get Doom Guy with a unicorn horn, and your suit's pink and stuff like that, which uh, I, I would rather keep that to more realistic i do like collecting stuff but it's just it's a little too out there um so i i wish they had just made like a serious grounded horror game where you go back or not necessarily a horror game but you know you go back to earth and the demons demons are taken over and you gotta fight your way out right um and not like like the cover of an 80s speed metal album is is what the whole game feels like but in terms of being a shooter it's great (laughs) So also, but, it's it's incredibly difficult too. It's way too difficult. So, so which one wins for you? Which one are you voting for? Because you uh, just said that you don't think Doom Eternal, but then you just argued, I think, for Doom Eternal by saying it's great. It's like it's good and it's bad. It's a good bad game. <laughs> okay, or a bad good game. Um, Half Life Alex, I, it's. It's not your conventional shooter is the problem. So I don't know if I wanted to win this category because it's it's very slow and it's like a survival, you know, type thing. Right. Black Mesa is a remake. Uh, oh wait, I guess what? I I guess I also played Valorant. Okay, yeah. sorry. So Warzone and Black Ops, I don't know if we consider them apart, if they're substantial enough to be the best. Um, what do you mean? Well, I, I guess that Cold War is a Cold War is a game through and through. Like the, no, it, story. it is, but I, I I also wouldn't say that that's best shooter of the year. Okay, is what I meant by that. All right. So I think, like, objectively, I would say Valorant is the best shooter of the year, just in terms of um, it. whatever it does, it does extremely well. Um, but I didn't play enough of it to, um, to really get behind that. So I guess Warzone, I'm okay with Warzone winning, because it sounds like I'm not okay with any of them winning. Yeah, um, and and Warzone takes the janky battle royale genre and gives it really great shooter mechanics, and you can play it for for months on end. So that sounds that sounds like it deserves to win. I mean, I I was waiting for you to argue for Half Life Alex, and I was going to say that I recognize that it. It's it changed things. It's a new way of doing VR, but I personally feel like being VR only hurts it because not enough people have played it. And so, in not saying that this is a, it, it's hard for me to say 
yeah, that's the best shooter whenever, but you're probably not going to be able to play it. To outside of the three people in the world that have VR headsets. <laughs> well, Dakota, I um, so time Oculus out. Rift S is a hundred dollars off right now. So funny story, actually, about that. So last night, so on the last on part one, I said that. Well, I don't even know if it was actually during the podcast or if it was just during like our chit chat time. But I said that if the in- Valve Index, like that's the one that I want, and if it ever drops to like uh, five hundred dollars rather than a thousand, I would be interested in it. And I went on Steam last night, and it's on the Steam sale, and it's for five hundred dollars. I was like, "Son of a bitch, does this mean I have to buy it now?" No, but I think I think that's without the base stands or the controllers. I mean, whatever. I don't. I did, it, to, I just. I just saw that it was five hundred dollars, and I was like, "Well, shit." <laughs> so, so don't actually buy it because I'm not it, going to buy it. You're going to need to spend another five hundred for the for the other things. Um, so, but that is funny. Yeah, I was. I thought about sending it in, in our chat and being like, "So, I guess I'm doing this." Um, anyways, though, I think that. <sighs> I think that, I don't know, per, I feel like Valorant and Warzone, I realize that Valorant is not the same sort of shooter or the same sort of multiplayer shooter, but I feel like Valorant and Warzone um, like fall into that same multiplayer aspect. You know, I realize that Valorant ha- has classes and all this other stuff, and there's an objective rather than just to beat, kill everybody else. But... I don't know, just because it's it's a massive multiplayer game. And I know that... I think that the shooting mechanics straight up in Warzone are much better than uh, in Warzone than they are in Cold War. Therefore, I'm nixing Cold War automatically, personally. Uh, if we're basing a shooter off of shooting, it should have good shooting mechanics, and Warzone beats Cold War. So by definition, that just rolls out Cold War for me. Um, so then Valorant and Warzone are pretty close but i feel like warzone is the better overall shooter than valorant because valorant has so many other aspects on top of that and we're judging shooter not um arena based shooters i guess does that make sense i i don't know if i follow that your last point okay that's fine point is is warzone's my opinion I, I think we're okay to give it to Warzone. Man, I was so ready to like have you try to talk me into saying, yeah, Half Life's fine. And you didn't well, even try. Like, not even a little bit. Okay, so Half Life is amazing. It's incredible. Um, I think it, it uses VR to, you know, its most, um, it's, it's the most clever use of VR, I guess is what I'm trying to say. Um, you really truly feel like you're in this world. Like, I I have to stop playing sometimes because there's just aliens like popping out and like underneath me and jumping over me and shit like that. And it's a it's a dark. I'm in these dark sewer tunnels with no light, and I have like three bullets. It's like it's it's stressful, and you're experiencing it. You know, like you, you move around, and your head moves around, and you see your you know your hands, and you like literally have to hold hold one hand up and with the gun and one hand right next to it with your flashlight you have to hold your hands like that in real life moving around these areas so it just 
you're you're in there, you know, like it's the most right. immersive experience I've ever had. Um, but if we're grading it as a shooter, like it's it's kind of I don't think this is exactly the right category for the game. Um, right. But I don't think we have a better one to put it in. Ready? Here we go. I'm gonna do it. I I still have editing permissions. Oh, sh- but you're what? You, oh. Uh, okay. There's not even another game to compare it to in that category, so just done. Uh, yeah. What else? Did anything else even come out? <laughs> I mean, I haven't tried Flight Sim. You didn't think that it has it yet. It does. It came out uh, last week or two weeks ago. No, it's well, not nearly long enough to try it. Yeah, no, and did it? The VR yeah. portion? Yep. Yeah. Lights in VR. Release date. Sorry. December twenty second. Hmm. Well, that's too late in the year. Yeah, uh, <laughs> we have a strict December twenty first cutoff. Sorry. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, I haven't played that, so I'm not even gonna say. Yeah, I I would still say that I would give it to Half Life over Flight Sim, though. Yeah. Um, and I don't, I can't think of any other VR games that really came out this year at all. Yeah. And if we're really looking at the numbers here, there's no chance in hell somebody has one of the three people in the entire world with a VR set headset also has a computer capable of running uh, Flight Sam in VR. You know, it's a, really like zero people have played it. Uh, okay. So, yeah. So then in that case. We'll say Warzone is the best shooter of the year. Okay. Um, so best shooter, and the winner is Call of Duty Warzone. And then bum, bum, bum. best VR game, and the nominees are Half Life <laughs> Alex, and the winner is Half Life Alex. <laughs> That's good. As long as I can give an award, that's all that matters. Yeah. I figured that's what you wanted. (laughs) Okay, so best action game. And the nominees are The Last of Us Part 2, Risk of Rain 2, Hades, Demon's Souls, Neo 2, and Streets of Rage 4. So... (sighs) I'm I'm probably the only one that would have played Neo Two, and I didn't even play Neo Two yet. So I would play Neo Two. Oh Easy. yeah, but have you? No, <laughs> I need to convince someone to buy it for me so I can play it. And wait to get it till it's on PC. I mean, yeah, probably. Just it'll run faster. I mean. I try not to be a frame rate snob. I try. All about it, baby. All about it. I can tell. Anyways, though, um, so then are we just like, are you, are we just not going to do that one then? I don't think it's going to win anyways. 
personally. Uh, yeah, I agree. That it wouldn't win, and I can't talk about it. Right. Well, wait. We shouldn't do that, Luke. Carlos, did you play Neo 2? I did not. I almost picked it up, but I did not play it. Wow, that's surprising. Yeah. Actually, I, did... I think I reached out to you, Luke, at like some point in the year and asked you about that. Yeah, and you had recommended it, but I had never picked it up. No, it's a good game. Well, the first one is. <laughs> it's a good game, but I've not played it. But the first one game. is, so I'm sure that this one's good. Um, and for PS5, they're doing a collection of one and two and all the DLC on PS5. Ooh. Um, but then I, it also it'll it'll likely run better on PC. And the I think the PC version of two comes out that same day. So anyway, okay. Uh, where are we at? So, <sighs> this is a hard one. Okay, I haven't played Demon Souls yet, so there's that. Um, so I can't yeah. speak to it. I'm not going to play it until we're done with this. I thought about starting it today, actually, but um, so that only leaves for me. Last of Us, Risk of Rain, Hades, and Streets of Rage. I don't think Streets of Rage even... I don't even know if The Last of Us is going to win this, but I know that it's not as... I, I know that it's not as good as Risk of Rain, personally. So there's that. Yeah. So Demon Souls, I've barely... I've just started it. Just since I had... I got about halfway through the, the PS3 version, so I was just like, I don't need to... Ru- play this entire game right now right um, and it's hard it, it does look very promising streets of streets of rage 4 is i would say probably the the my my pick for the bottom of the remaining games um like what it does is great like i never i didn't see myself like really enjoying any brawler like side scrolling brawler games um and i i actually had a lot of fun with it um, great art style, great music, you know, pays pays tribute to the series and brings it into the modern age really well. Um, so, I, like, it's it's one of the best brawlers I've ever played, but I wouldn't rank it above anything else that's left on the list. Okay. So the real question. <laughs> yep. Um. So we got Hades, Risk of Rain two, and Last of Us Part two, essentially. I don't. I think they come personally. Well, Carlos, what do you say? Uh, I've only played one of the games on this list, so oh, okay. I was gonna hear what you guys debated and probably be the tiebreaker. <sighs> well, the issue is that I think they were probably gonna agree. I think. So, I personally would would say the the title fight comes down to last of us versus hades yeah um and they're very different games and i and honestly i I don't know which one i guess when you think about you know the years of anticipation how how big the game is how detailed it is how amazing the writing and the acting is uh, amazing graphics, ma- amazing sound design. Like, 
there's there's more to the last of us i guess is maybe where i'm thinking with this like hades is one of the best roguelike dungeon crawlers um out there but it it, at the end of the day it's like last of us is still like just more of an experience like you you drop everything and play through the last of us when it came out i guess that's true and that and like i've heard i've i've read stories i guess of like i know that there was a person at ign that said that they they played the last of us and they like got like visually shaken because of like the action that was happening in the game like it just and i do know that in a specific portion of the game that i'm not going to mention right now just in case i got pretty come on just say it i'm not saying it it's It's... not been out that long if you haven't played it yet come on if you (laughs) i don't think that we're the we should be the ones to determine whether or not we should spoil a game that still has that's come out within the year. But I mean, I think that you failed yourself. But <laughs> I'm not going. To, I'm not going to do it here. But whenever a specific part happens, like I had to stop the stop playing the game that day. Like I got pretty um, upset, I guess. So. And that was pretty much just from action. Okay, I guess it. I guess my vote would be The Last of Us. I really wanted it to be Hades, though, but I don't think I can argue against The Last of Us just because of the amount of action in the game. It's just a different sort of game. And, in, and like you said, there's so much more on top of it because there's layers on top of layers on top of layers on top of layers. Hades is pretty much like, here you go, go. You go until you die. All right, let's start back over. Like, there are other things going on in that game, but that's at the base of it, it's the same game over and over and over again, which that's the point of that game. Right. So, I, but I don't think that's necessarily action y. Yeah, so. And the winner is. <laughs> oh, last okay. Die quick, huh? Carlos, uh, you were talking about The Last of Us, right? Absolutely. Okay. <laughs> oh my god. Um, so that brings us through all of our categories. You're not going to say the, the winner is? Wait, didn't I say it? And the winner No, is... you said it, and then you said you are going to edit it out, and then I thought you were going to repeat it, but you never repeated it. And the winner is... The Last of Us Part Two. Boom, boom, boom. Oh, Hades has already won a game, won something. Okay, I'm fine with that now. I forgot. Okay. Oh, we're taking a break. Now we're back <laughs> from the break. Um, so we're getting into our own personal best of 2020 lists. So I believe how we're going to do this is uh, Dakota and I have some honorable mentions. So we're just going to say our honorable mentions, and then we're going to go around the horn uh, from 10 to 1 for each of our own personal lists. Yeah. So Dakota, do you want to start with 
your honorable mentions. Yeah, so um, the first honorable mention that I want to mention, and literally just mention it, is uh, Doom Eternal. Who are you mentioning it to? I'm mentioning this to Luke, because oh. that game is actually quite quite bad. Doom Eternal. But really? I hated that game so much. It just pissed me off. I played it, and I kept like getting... like. I realized that it's basically just a gigantic puzzle, and you just need to solve it. And it was just... Because, like, I would get... It pissed me off because there was, like, multiple sections. This happened multiple times where, like, I would get through and I would kill everybody, or I would think I killed everybody, and then it turned out that there's another section of the area that I'm in where there was a group of people together, and I never even saw them. And then they would just come out, and by that point, I'd have no health, and then I would just die. It would piss me off. That happened like that happened like three consecutive areas in a row. And it just pissed me off. And then I don't like that I have to keep moving because I realize that's like the point of the game. And I realize this is the point where I, I noticed I just don't like these kind of games. I really didn't fall in love with Doom in uh, 2016. I, I played a little bit of it. I got decently far, but it wasn't. It, I realized it just wasn't for me. Um, and then, and then you really mentioning like it went more fan fantastical. I I really wasn't into that either. Like I just I just didn't care for all of it. I probably put like I said I put I put in a good five hours into that game uh, on the PC. So <laughs> don't bring up frame rates. <laughs> and I I just wasn't really interested. Um, but anyways though. I forget. Are we doing? I forgot what we talked about. Are we doing all my honorable mentions and then you doing all yours? Yes, that was how I. Okay. Okay. Um. So fourteen honorable mention uh, is Animal Crossing. Um. I played a lot of it. Bunny Day is what killed it. Um. I did not care after that. Uh, I just realized like I don't have the time to put in to put time into a game that literally just wants me to put in time like i'd rather put in my time on another game to learn more and progress farther into another game rather than just staying stagnant and staying within the same loop there um that's just me uh 13 is bug snacks bug snacks i actually enjoyed quite a lot up until about halfway through the game and i just realized i'm just doing these quests well i felt like it was just a way to pad out the game and that just pissed me off i i got so sick of it i had to i just got to the point where i was looking up how to do things just to get through it and i never want to do that with the game so yeah it was fun though it's a nice little it was a good little free game to get with the ps5 right whenever it came out but yeah um 12 is cyberpunk yeah carlos not even in the top 10 um i i actually struggled to put it at 12 because i really debated about 12 and 13 flipping bug snacks with it but um ultimately i think that it's just a mess i do think that the story is interesting but because of so many different things in the game i just feel like it's i feel like it's almost disrespectful for that game to be released the way that it is with considering all the time that all the developers put into the game and for it to be released in the state that it's in, I feel like it's almost disrespectful to even like try to beat it now because 
I'm not even seeing the game for what it's supposed to be or what they envisioned. And they're the ones that made the game. So uh, ultimately, I've decided that I'm going to keep playing it. But I'm going to try to take it slow just to then hopefully things come out, patches come out that it actually like rebuilds itself and I'm able to play it at the their idea. Uh, 11 is Blazeball because Blazeball for about a month was the shit. I was into it. And I mean, after that, I just kind of fell off of it. But the idea of it, the concept behind it, it's amazing. It's great that something like this exists in a time of a pandemic. And it especially hit really good right whenever there was no sports on TV. So because of that, something to do during work. Yeah, I said it. Um, just made Blazeball just... Blazeball was great. Uh, but because it's not really a game, I didn't put it in the top 10. But that is definitely an honorable mention. Okay. Any questions? I don't think <laughs> I have anything. Carlos? None for me. Okay. Okay, so my honorable mentions, um, just three. So, uh, first up's Final Fantasy VII Remake. I just, strictly because I haven't put enough time into the game, um, I, I, I watched my girlfriend play it for a while when it first came out, tried to start it a couple times, and then, you know, played it for, uh, I played it on, a, like, for most of a Saturday a couple weeks back to try to catch up. And, it's definitely a good game, but I just I I am not likely going to spend more time until it's out on PC, like I said. So uh, probably not going to focus on that and try to play some other other twenty twenty games instead. Um, so I'm sure I'll really enjoy that even more with high frame rates on PC. Uh, number thirteen, or no, no, number twelve is going to be Ori and the Will of the Wisps. Just because I haven't played it enough, um, put a couple hours in this past weekend, and I was super impressed with the game. And I I want to play it more, but I really just put very little time into it. So the the first one had a great art style, um, but this one even it takes it even further with just the animation of of everything you see on screen is just it's it's immaculate. It's um, there's just so much going on, and it looks so good. And it seems like it, the mechanics are a little more streamlined than the first one, um, but still, a, you know, a Metroidvania 2D exploration platformer style game. So um, it looks to be even better than the first one, but I just have not played it nearly enough to to judge it. And then my number eleven. So this is uh, I, I I have this on my list, and I'm. I'm saying it should be moved up once the game is is in a better state, but it's going to be Cyberpunk 2077 for me. Um, now, if 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 it was the game without the bugs and glitches and performance issues, I would have this much higher on my list. Um, but I'm just saying it's just kind of like with a caveat. Um, game's not in a good state right now. If these things get ironed out, I would say it's it's. Uh, a much more enjoyable experience and a much better buy. Now, I've enjoyed my time with the game. I thought it was good. I 
when it first came out, I got really like sucked into it and sucked into that world. And I know, you know, there's the AI is bad and like cars, like if you block something in the road, cars will like back up forever and forever because they're too dumb to drive around it or, or something <laughs> like that. Yeah, I get it. People say the world doesn't feel alive and maybe I'll eventually get to a point if, when I realize, if I realize that it, there's not actually that much to do, but I, I would, I thought it felt alive. I thought it felt like there was a lot of stuff going on. I mean, you do have the weird looking kids walking around, but dude, that the know. the kids are a problem. The kids are a problem. <laughs> please put that as number one on your list of fakes, please. Okay, <laughs> but um, I mean, I would say the the story and the the writing specifically is has taken the step down from Witcher Three. Witcher Three, I thought was mm-hmm. one of the best, most cleverly written games I'd ever played, and this leaves leaves stuff wanting you know um so so i think the problem is there's all this really weird jargon that um takes forever to kind of understand uh and then they want the game to sound edgy so they're using these terms that are in the cyberpunk world that we never use and they want it to be edgy it just and it's just a wild story anyway it just doesn't come off as written super super well um but i mean the i think the game itself is very good um, you just got to jump through a lot of hoops. I personally haven't experienced anything game breaking, just annoying, annoying glitches. I think I had to restart a couple times, but um, on the on the PC experience and then with it with a PC like like the one that I have, it's it's not game breaking and it's not performing so bad as unplayable, but it's just many many annoying things. I will say that there is a. Um... The reason why it's so another reason why it's so long on my list is like there was a time, two separate times where I literally fell asleep playing the game, and I was like that I'm just not enjoying myself at this point with it. But but those were mostly like the side missions, and it wasn't the main story, so I didn't want to hold that against it too too much. But that's it. Right. So those are our honorable honorable mentions. So. With that, I believe we will move into our each of our own top tens. Okay, so at number ten, I have Call of Duty Cold War. Um, I thought that was fun. I didn't think it was bad. A lot of people complained about the game, about the story and how it wasn't the same as the last Black Ops. Apparently, I didn't play the last Black Ops, so I had no clue. Um, I thought that it was an enjoyable story. Um, yeah, I mean, it was a Call of Duty game. I, I can't believe I have a Call of Duty game on my list. Holy crap. Um, but, I never thought that day would come either. I All the norms right now are just losing. Yeah, I don't know. They're overjoyed. I think I hear them outside, actually. But, um, yeah, I, there's really nothing much to say. I've enjoyed the multiplayer. Luke and I have been we've been playing the multiplayer a lot, a lot, a lot. Um, enjoying that. Yeah, <laughs> it's a Call of Duty game. It's it's like um, it's a good it's it's a good enough game to make the list. It's not a good enough to game to actually put it high on the list. So, but I do think that it is definitely worth the buy. I didn't even buy it, but I would, I would buy that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, my number ten is 
Uh, Doom Eternal. Um, okay, not too too far. Like, it's <clears throat> there's a lot of problems, but it's I think at the base it's a, it's a good shooter. I had to play on easy. I'm not gonna lie, can't even front. Okay, so maybe that's what I actually should do because like it, it was hard. Don't get me wrong, but I played it. I played it on hard, one up from normal, whatever that is. I don't know how they word it. I know oh it's my not God. What? That, yeah, that's probably impossible. <clears throat> I mean, I guess maybe that's one of the issues I had with it. Um, I don't know. <clears throat> Whatever. Moving on. <laughs> oh wait, it's my turn. <laughs> yeah. Uh, number nine for me is Astro's Playroom. Um, I would say. Uh, I don't. I don't know if I would say that or Wii Sports is the best packing game. Well, I guess you would also say uh, Mario Bros. Two and Duck Hunt. I mean Mario Bros. and Duck Hunt. Um, okay, whatever. It's one of the best packing games I've ever experienced. Uh, it's very flushed out. It it it's so flushed out. It has its own soundtrack. Each of the of the areas has its own soundtrack and own song that goes with that area. Like if you're going into the GPU section, they literally have a song that's like just about the GPU. It's crazy uh, how intricate it gets. Um, they, it's just this big homage to PlayStation and PlayStation products. You find them, they put them into this like museum. It's just, it. I've had a blast with it. I think it's great. Um, fantastic. The, my issue with it is it's not very long. Um, I mean, whatever you can beat it in a couple hours. Uh, it doesn't. It does have a lot of replayability with the uh, time trials and stuff. But it's at the end of the day, it still is a packing game. So I didn't put it much higher. But yeah, that's my number nine. Astro's Playroom. Interesting. Interesting to see that make the list. It also shows off the the DualSense controller really well. Sorry. Um. Okay. So, I think next up I'll put uh, Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Wait, what number are we on? Nine. Yeah, Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Wait, what do you mean you'll put it? So you haven't? You're doing this literally on the fly. I th- I'm 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 debating placements on the list okay so uh, we talked about this um it's following up odyssey which i think is probably the like my personal favorite assassin's creed Uh, i think that did a lot of things right they with this game they try to switch a few of the mechanics up it's more rpg like you have your settlement building things like that you have to worry more about stats you can be more of an assassin because you get your little wrist blade thing um so it's it's a little bit of a different game, not necessarily better or worse. Uh, it's really up to personal preference, I guess. But uh, to me, I'm just I'm just kind of burnt out on that style of game, and I'm in a, an odd spot where I played Origins at the end of last year, Odyssey throughout this year, and then fired up Valhalla at the end of the year. So definitely been playing a lot of it of these new style Assassin's Creeds, Assassin's Creeds. So. For me, I'm just wanting to take a break from that and try other games. So 
I'm sure it's good. Um, yeah, that's about it. Um, <clears throat> number eight for me is Spelunky 2. Um, there's really not much else to say about it. It's kind of, I will admit that compared to Spelunky 1, I never played it, but compared to Spelunky 1, it was very underwhelming. I... Because this is just brand new to me, I've had a lot of fun with Splunky 2. It's way, way, way too difficult, but I've been told I like difficult games by playing Bloodborne and stuff, so I, yeah, we'll get over it. Um, I think that my biggest issue is just the, the roguelite, roguelite, rogue, roguelite, um, just the the pedigree behind it because i don't know it it takes a lot for me to get over the fact that i'm starting over every single time um every single time so but i still had a blast with it i'm still playing it i'm not very good at it it's going to take me forever um but number eight is plunky too all right my number eight uh is gonna be black mesa um it's it's a great game and it's a great update to half-life one makes it feel very modern um has great music unfortunately i i didn't really want to put it any higher because it it it's essentially the same game with different looks so from a gameplay perspective it does not change a whole lot now I don't want to discount the you know the achievement of this of this game because it's you know a small independent community that's been working on it for a long time, um, and it's it's a great update. I think it's you know if you can get it for like twenty bucks, it's an essential essential part of your PC gaming collection. But it's it's we're in a weird spot where it's it's a remake or a reskin or whatnot, and it's at its core, it's essentially the same game. Um, but it, I mean, if you consider like Half Life One itself, it's it's an amazing shooter and one of the most groundbreaking shooters ever. So the the core game is amazing, but what came out this year is is a very very good reskin of something else. All right, uh, number seven <clears throat> is twenty twenties Trackmania. Because oh. this this game got its hooks in me. I was playing it every single day for probably a good month, month and a half. Um, not very good at it, but it always like teased you. Because you would have moments where you'd be like, man, I'm getting really good. I'm getting really good. I can do this. And it's just back to back to back. It just drops you in on a course. You play everybody on that course. Go, 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 go. And, like, it's just a constant go. So it's just one lap. You do one lap, and, like, it takes your time. And you just keep trying to compete against everybody on that time. Um, I think that it's five minutes a track. So, like, they drop you on a track. You have five minutes to get the best lap in that you can while everybody else is also going. And it's just the all the tracks are so loopy. You get so lost uh, sometimes, like, sometimes you go flying off the track, and it doesn't start you over. Like, if you go flying off the track, it's up to you to, like, press the button to start over. So you go flying off the track, and you can just keep on driving forever. Um, 
it's just it, it's a game with like a lot of jank but it's just so wholesome with what it's doing and it's it it's just so different so fun it's like I mean, think of Mario Kart, but without all the items, which I know that turns it off for a lot of people, but it's just, it's such a blast. I love that game. Number seven, Trackmania. Okay, my number seven. Uh, Dakota, you're going to kill me. Oh my, my gosh. My number seven <laughs> is Risk of Rain 2. Okay, why would I kill you? It's on your list. Because it's, I figured you'd want it higher. And here's here's the thing: no. is other games on the list I played more than Risk of Rain Two. Uh, Risk of Rain Two is an awesome game and one that I'll never forget and will likely come back to over time. Um, and it, I I think it's been a great year. So it, there's just a lot of other good stuff to compete with. But, mm-hmm. um, you know, it's as we talked about in the um, most underrated. It it totally flipped the style of of the game and, um. I was certainly skeptical that it would translate to 3D, and they they made it work, and it it, it works really well. Um, so yeah, it's it, it is what it is, right? It's five or so levels randomly generated. There's only so much that you can do, you know. Right. But the the greatness of it is the the advent, and I don't want to say the adventure, but like. Just the the funny things that happen each time you play, and, <laughs> like and somebody falling off a map, <laughs> over and yeah, over. stuff like that. All right, Carlos, you're up. Number seven for me is going to be Marvel's Avengers. Uh, like I said yesterday, I, th- I felt the game was overly hyped and didn't match what it what the final product was, and as glitchy as it was when it came out. Um. <laughs> And then once you beat that story, it's just a grind fest that I just wasn't interested in. I know they put some DLC out, but it hasn't really captivated my attention. I think once I can make my own hero and give him his powers and let him do whatever it is he needs to do to kind of level up, I might pick it up again. But until then, I think I'm done. I feel like that from the way that you talk about that, it should be more of an honorable mention. I know that it kind of is because it's your last game on your list out of a in a year that you probably only played those seven games. But, yeah. Just saying. Just an outsider's perspective. Um, number six is Tetris Effect Connected. Um, I have always wanted to play this game. Whenever it was on the PlayStation. I never got around to it. It coming to Game Pass was awesome for me. Fantastic. Um... I'm terrible at Tetris, unfortunately, and um, so it, it is a, it is hard for me to continue playing it. But from how I'm a, I'm probably like a good halfway through the career, quote unquote, and now I'm stuck. But um, fantastic, underrated soundtrack by myself. Uh, I'll admit that I should have let it become the soundtrack of the year whatever year that was last year 2018 whatever year um i didn't and i apologize dearly for that but number six is tetris effect connected all right uh my number six well i guess 
Tetris Effect, I uh, spoil the rest of my list. I didn't put Connected on my list strictly because what I played, I, I basically just replayed the the campaign, which I did before on PlayStation. I really, I did a couple matches of multiplayer, but not a whole lot. So I really didn't mm-hmm. try out what was new with the game, unfortunately. Um, so I didn't really consider that as a valid thing. So, um, but I do love Tetris. Great game. Definitely play it. Um, it's awesome. <laughs> yeah. So my number six is uh, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 and 2. Uh, so this, when it comes to the remake discussion, I, I put this in a different category of remake than Black Mesa because it this stuff, it was like built from the ground up. Um, the games feel different. They feel like more modern Tony Hawk entries. Um they adapt tricks from from later games, bunch of new skaters, a uh, bunch of uh, like merch things to buy and collect. Uh, soundtracks totally. Well, the, the original stuff's in there, but there's also a ton of new songs in the soundtrack. Um, and then obviously graphics are heavily updated, so it did feel s- somewhat different and, and more new um, as opposed to just a straight re-release. And as as somebody that's a huge fan of the series, it was great to see them finally do it justice. So you had a few different entries in the last few years that were allegedly really bad. I actually never played any of them, like um, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater Five, and there was there was some other was it like a HD remake of the first one that was trash? I think mm-hmm. um, allegedly, and. I, I had written the series off at that point that it, we were never going to get something that lived up to the originals, and um, this this accomplishes that. Um, it it just it felt like they did back in the day, and um, when this came out, or not when it came out, but when I ended up purchasing it, because I told myself I wasn't going to get it for a while, um, but I ended up did I ended up did uh, get it eventually, and. Uh, I think it was about a week or so. It was like all I played, and and played nearly played through everything in in both games. So um, it got its hooks right back into me and wouldn't let go. I need to pick that up at some point. Yeah, it runs at like sixty frames a second on the enhanced consoles, but it can go even farther on PC. <laughs> okay. Carlos, your turn. Number six, uh, the remake of Resident Evil 3. I really, really, really enjoyed it. Um, When I got into the original Resident Evil series, it started with two, and then I kind of grasped more of three than I did like one and two. And just replaying that game and getting all the little bit of the scares and having to fight the nemesis and all that kind of brought me back to my childhood, which I really enjoyed. So six was my game of the year. Resident Evil three was my number six game of the year. What is where was Resident Evil two? Uh I didn't play the remake and I know it oh came out the year God. prior. Yeah. But three, like I said, three was always my favorite. Um everybody always talks about five and four on the GameCube, but three was 
Three was the one that got me, got me into their series, which is why I enjoyed it. So First much. of all, nobody talks about five. Not a single person. They talk certain. about how much they hate it, which is why I yes. hate that it always comes up. Yeah, five five is terrible. It's not as bad as six, but five is terrible. It doesn't matter. You need to play the remake of two. That, uh, it's it's on my list you, to get to this year. You need to get off your list and on your game. I guess. Uh, anyways, though, whatever. Um, number five for me is Risk of Rain 2. Um, not to reiterate what Luke said, but I that game came out of nowhere for me. Um, I love that game. Fantastic. The thing that really solidified me loving that game was a friend showed me that you can beat the game in like 25 minutes. And that blew my mind. It's really hard, and you need at least three people to do it. But it's definitely possible, and it is that. Yeah, I I have a blast with it. I play it all the time by myself. Um, it's better with people, but I play it by myself because I don't have friends. Um, yeah, great game, fantastic game. Number five, Risk of Rain two. All right, my number five. So I I lump these together, but I put Warzone and Black Ops uh, oh, okay. on my own list, and I we don't have the time to figure out how I'd do it differently if they were separate. But I mean, <laughs> you pull up the menu, and they're connected to the same thing, and they both came out this year, so whatever. Um, we already talked about this stuff. I, mean, I like yeah. I I. Like I talked about, got back in with Modern Warfare and got really addicted to the multiplayer. And um, Warzone is your great way, you know, play with everybody because it's free to play and cross platform. Does battle royale right? Black Ops has been good. I mean, I prefer the Modern Warfare multiplayer, but since it's a live, ongoing game, I don't really have much of a choice other than to move to Black Ops. And eventually, Modern Warfare will probably, you know, the player base will dry up eventually. Actually, so, maybe not. This seems like a that seems like a game that would stay on for a while, though, too. So I have a question: Do you rank up? Do you you rank up separately in Modern Warfare? Right? Uh, no, they they actually did a reset uh, when Black Ops came out. So the the current oh. season ended right when Black Ops came out. So then you rank them. You you rank up the same in all three: Modern Warfare, Warzone, and Black Ops. Oh, so they, okay. I, I think they did that really well because now everything's so tied together. Damn it! So some <laughs> so, some modifications work in only one game. Some work in both, or, or I mean, Warzone and Modern Warfare, Warzone or Warzone and Black Ops. So there's reasons to play all of them. Well, I was gonna say if you, so you should go back and play Modern Warfare. And let me continue on Cold War. That way I can beat you on the rankings because what you'll be doing won't be ranking up your character, but I guess it doesn't work. No, you can't even get out that way. I mean, it's fine. Right now, as we speak, I'm higher than you, so that's fine. Uh, I'll have to get on after this. Or during it. (laughs) Whatever. Carlos. My uh, number five is going to be Cyberpunk. I'm sure you thought I was oh, going to rank it a lot higher. Damn it. No, I definitely thought that. 
Uh, no, in my catastrophes, I even debated on this. I have Cyberpunk will be in top three for Carlos. No, no. But I, I, I debated top three or top five. But I was like, no, it's riskier to say three. I don't know why it's riskier, because I'm not risking anything here, but uh, I failed on a catastrophe. God Good, damn. I'm glad. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I'm I'm really into the game. Um, the... The glitches on PC I haven't really run into, aside from, like I said, like the T-shaped characters. Um, and I'm still playing it. I'm still grinding through it. I'm, I'm, it's fun. I'm really into the world. But I will say, which is why it's so high up on the list, something you mentioned earlier, that you found yourself falling asleep. And at one point, there was a dialogue going on that, honestly, I was just on my phone throughout the whole dialogue. And all of a sudden, I came back. And it's like... Hey, so you're gonna you're gonna respond? It's like, Dude, oh shit! Like, that's another thing that. Sorry, but that's that's like another thing that pisses me off is like I'll sit there. I'm a slow ass reader, and I'll like read all the options and everything, and I'll be like, okay, do I want this? This can do that, and then they're like, are you still there? Are you gonna yeah. respond? It's like motherfucker, you gave me ten seconds. Like, let me think about what I'm saying to you. Yeah. And then a big yeah, those are pet, way too short. Yeah. yeah, a big pet peeve I have. I hate playing with subtitles. I hate watching TV with subtitles. This is uh, how I am. You're one of those. Yeah, and it frustrates me so much when I have to like pause the game to turn on the subtitles because somebody's speaking a foreign language, and rather than <laughs> automatically put it in for me with the translation, it's like, oh, wait, let me go pause, start up the subtitles again. It's like the first sentence of the dialogue, and then I have to kind of figure out what they're talking about as they go along. That for me is just. If, I mean, <laughs> yeah, it takes away from my experience of the game. But I, because for me, reading like if subtitles on the bottom of the screen, then I'm gonna stop looking at what the characters are doing and their mannerisms, and instead read. You're weird. <laughs> I don't understand that. I I need subtitles to be able to like understand what they're saying. No, I well I play with headphones, so I'm so like just. Enamored on the PC it. with a controller like some noob. <laughs> Go ahead. Oh, I thought Luke was going to chime in and be like, you play with controller? Wait, what? Oh, okay. <laughs> he did well, He did what I did when they're having all these dialogues in Cyberpunk. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That was a real Cyberpunk conversation. Are you still there? <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Uh, where are we on four? Uh, number four for me is Flight Sim. Um, I don't think that there's much I can really say about it other than it's it's what I want in a sim, and I love sim games. Uh, I will say that I wish it was a little bit better with the whole like if I'm trying to make a cross country flight, let me just I know you can do it, but the way that it makes you do it is so weird. But I wish you would let me just fast forward, just let me get to. I got up in the air. Let me fast forward till I get over, uh, I don't know, Chicago or something like that. Like, just let me fast forward to a certain point. I know that it gives you the option to where you can do. Um, it says like, uh, was was it say departure? You can you can you fast can forward to fast forward to like your approach and then the yeah and yeah. stuff like that. But like, it's so varied. Like, I don't want it to do that. I want to like, cause I did one flight across the Mediterranean just because, uh, cause why not? Right. And, um, 
I didn't realize how big the Mediterranean is. So I'm like flying and I'm flying and I'm flying. I'm like, come on, let me like, let's get to, the, to where I'm trying to go. And I think I was going to Egypt and um, like, I don't know, I picked for it to let me do the approach, but the approach is still quite a ways off. And mm-hmm. like, so it was like still another hour flight just to get to where I'm trying to land. I'm like, no, I want to be there. I want to like get ready, like fly. I want to be in that area. Let me go there. So I really wish that they would fix that. But I realize that it is a sim and people that play sims like religiously want that full experience. But I think that this game did a lot to try to cater to the casual audience and that is a misstep on theirs, but that's a very, 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 very minor misstep. I think the the tech behind it is amazing. I think the way it looks is amazing. I think how it runs is honestly pretty amazing with what it does. Um, and I think that I think that game is a technological achievement, and I had a blast with it. That's number four, Flight Sim. All right, my number four is Hades. What? Okay. It's a good game. <laughs> well, really, it's a really good game. Okay, that's it? We, we talked about it enough. All right. Carlos, Carlos my number four is going to be MLB The Show 20. Oh my gosh. I don't know what's worse. You okay there? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. That's good. Yeah. uh, I I don't know what's worse. You putting... You put a MLB show at number wait, what is this four? Yeah. Or now or you putting Rock Band three <laughs> <laughs> Games of the Decade. Oh my gosh. I need a pillow to yell into. Uh alright. Okay. Uh so my number three game is um do I want to flip these or just leave it? Uh, my number three game is Hades. Gosh dang it. Um, yeah, I mean, there's really not much else to say. I will say this. I know that for like, um, which one was it? Spelunky? Whenever I mentioned that it's really, like, it's a really hard thing for me to get over um, realizing like, you start all the way over the game starts completely over like that's something to get to get my head across and like really i struggle with that that's hard for me to do but hades does it in such a different way where you are still building a story it's not you're not starting all the way over you still have a story that you are learning more about and honestly if you beat that game too soon you're missing out on the story and that is such a radical idea and that I, I there's really just not much to, much else to say. Hades is phenomenal, and I'm so disappointed in myself for looking over that game while it was in early access. 
Done. Number three, game of the year, 2020, number three, Hades. All right, my number three is going to be Yakuza Like a Dragon. Hmm. Um, I didn't think I would like this game this much. Um, I was just hoping that it would be a decent enough entry into the series and they try something new and hopefully it would work out okay. But um, I, I was blown away. I think it's great. I think it nails the turn-based RPG uh, gameplay style. It still feels faithful. It still feels exactly like a Yakuza game. Um, story is great. The writing's great. Love the characters. Um, and one thing that that's cool with this this game is that they finally have um, an English voice track. So before you had to read subtitles, uh, the audio is only in like <laughs> Japanese. So um, that I, I I know it's probably been a challenge for everybody who who is not an English native speaker to play play games. You know, for as long as games have been around, but um, in my personal experience it, it really just tied the whole thing together better um just just having having um all the conversations in english so again i know it's that's just i'm just fortunate because i am an english speaker but um i don't know it, it kind of feels like persona i think they 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 took a lot of influence from trying to make things fun and fast-paced and snappy like persona um so it's great, and it's just got a heartwarming story, and uh, yeah, it's awesome. Carlos, three. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm so the orders throw me off. I don't know why. Um, three for me is gonna be Microsoft uh, Flight Simulator. Um, oh, you're going with the full name there, guy. I see. I see yeah. you. Yeah, I just. It it was the game, and I want to say in all the time you guys have been doing this podcast, and even when I jumped on, actually, no, in the time I've known you, Dakota, you've been talking to me about, get a gaming PC, get a gaming PC, get a gaming PC. I just want to say I'm two for two. And it was <laughs> and it was the game that I said if I got a gaming PC, it was going to be the game I wanted to play on a gaming PC. And, man, I just... I mean, like you said, I kind of get a little annoyed that I want to do these like cross-country flights, but I just want to fast forward to certain points. Um, but I just love just flying over like cities and landscapes. Um, I flew kind of the same thing you did in the Mediterranean. I flew over. Uh, I went down to Egypt and flew over the pyramids and stuff like that. Yeah, I was um, just trying to fast forward to the pyramids. That's yeah. really what I was trying to do. And what I've what I've started doing is honestly, I just have the plane kind of pre-staged in the space I want to fly in and just do it that way. Um, and then I'll just pick a random airport just to land in and then kind of reset myself and take off from there is how I kind of play it now. Um, but yeah, it's it's such a fun, beautiful game. And, and you throw in the weather dynamics in it. It's just, yeah, beautiful. I know that um, we played that one time together and tried to land on that little bitty strip of land, and that was a whole <laughs> fiasco. And but that was really fun. I yeah. enjoyed that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> for those that don't, well, nobody knows except for you or I. But 
Carlos literally parked his plane at the end of the runway, so that way I wouldn't fall off of the runway. <laughs> <laughs> that way he, it would, he would, I would crash into his before uh, I fell. I, but I don't even think that you, cr- I don't even think that you could crash into each yeah, other. Like, just, does, yeah, don't you just go right through? Yeah, they yeah. do the whole ghost thing once you're like really close. Yeah, I mean, it's fine. I landed. All passengers got off safely, yeah. but whatever. For the record, I landed there first. He was just trying to be nice after I took off again <laughs> so he could land. But uh, but even just like that whole mid-flight kind of stuff too. Yeah. Like being able to see your plane and nothing saying that this is who you are, right? But the way I was able to find it was I kind of asked you where you were and then I had to look on my screen and pretty yeah. much look for the lights of your plane blinking <laughs> in the distance to say, oh look, there's, there he is. Yeah. It was that it was a lot of where the hell are you? Yeah. I'm below you. I'm above. You. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, and I do remember that that same runway. We came up, we came over the trees. You had to like come over the trees at an angle, and then like right whenever you came over the trees, right there's that uh, runway. This was in Alaska, by the way, and like so you <laughs> went over these trees, and you had to land right in this runway, and it it was so it was such a short distance. And the way that it looks on the map is that you would have plenty of time to slow mm-hmm. your plane down. But no, you have like no time. As yep. soon as you hit those trees, you basically had to try to like you had to throttle all the way down. It was that was actually really difficult, but that was really fun. Anyways, though, uh, number two for mine, um, I I broke these up because I feel like we I I I just think that you should. Um, I put number two as war zone. I don't think I, I would say this year I probably played war zone, Sekiro and dead cells the most out of any game this year. And, um, out of those, out of those three games, war zone is the only one that came out this year. Um, I would be reluctant not to put it on the list. Um, I, I don't know what they did, but whatever they did, it got me. And um, I enjoy that game quite a lot. I think it's thrilling. I think I suck at it, but it's fun. Number two game of the year, Warzone. Uh, My number two game of the year is Half-Life Alex. Dang. Um, I I just talked about this a lot. to me, this this is the experience that like makes VR, you know, a a val a valid platform, or it it pushes VR above just like a cool puzzle game or a cool music game or cool multiplayer things. Like and like the games I'm talking about, like Beat Saber is awesome, Resident in VR is awesome, Tetris Effect in VR is awesome, but it's not like a a full game, you know. Um, and I think Half Life Alex put a full game in VR and did it better than anybody had in the past. And it's it's an unreal experience. Like it's, I I get past an encounter and I take the headset off and my heart is just beating out of my chest because it was just so intense. So, um, just an experience I've never had with any other game. Are you gonna beat it someday? Someday. Okay. Just curious. Um, but <laughs> I have to. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Before or after you platinum Bloodborne or beat it, I guess just beat Bloodborne. Probably before, if we're being honest. Okay. 
I'm sorry. I had it was right there. I couldn't just let it go. Um, okay. Uh, My number two is it's your turn. (laughs) My number two is Ghost of Tsushima. Um, Sucker Punch really did their thing when it came to the uh, infamous games and going and playing in Japan. And just going that path of of the samurai and the story that the game told really just and it sucks because when I got it, I want to say the pandemic might have just started kicking off or something like that. Or it was like, I know work was getting (laughs) that 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 virus they keep talking about that it which must not be named. Yeah, yeah. You, You can't even like breathe fresh air. You might get it. Um, but yeah, just, I, I started it and then somehow I had to stop and started the game over, picked it up and really just grinded and got into it. And yeah, man, just the, the attention of detail in that game. And, you know, when, when the main character goes to put his sword away, it's not just like, he's just holstering it. Um, you see him kind of flick the blood off of it which is such a cool detail and then he puts it away really slowly not the grand theft auto just reaches to his side and the sword's gone such a great beautiful game and that story man you're just so captivated all the way through highly recommend it so once you beat that game uh, well you've already beat it right yeah i beat it okay feel free to just send that um that's fine no big deal i'll play it I just, it's hard for me to buy it, but yeah. Uh, all right. So I, I just, think I know. I just say, I think we, I know what everybody's <laughs> number one <laughs> probably is because we haven't mentioned it. <laughs> yeah, I think so too. I was going to say that. I go, so should we just do one, two, three? Okay. Uh, all right. So I guess I'll start. My number one is The Last of Us Part Two. And that's all I'll say. My number one is also The Last of Us Part 2. Oh, my number one is also The Last of Us Part 2. No way. So, uh, I guess, correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm thinking that we can probably go to the Z-targeting list and put at number one The Last of Us Part 2. Does anybody have a problem with this? Nope. Carlos? No, I do not. Okay. Is this the first time we've been unanimous? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. We've gotten close, but I think this is the first time because I know that, uh, what was it, 20, 2018, you and me were God of War, and he, Carlos, was... Grand Theft Auto Five. I mean, re- same thing, really. Red Dead. Grand Theft Horseback. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why that's so funny to me. I think I like. I think after going through fifteen games of that on that list, I think I ended up liking Apricots by the end of it. Dang. Because it's actually a decent beer now. All right, so then, um, so then, okay, so if you go back to the other list, um, I guess I'll, do we need a break? 
Nah. Okay. I'm good. Uh, if you go back to the other document, um, I have games over on the left, and that possibly that, that's not all of them, obviously, but that's what I I just put a couple of them down, and then we can move to the list, the actual list. I already have The Last of Us Part Two at number one. Are there games on the game on the left hand side of that table that need to be added to then move to the right side? Because there's only going to be 10 games on the right side. So really we need to get the 10 games on the left-hand side and then try to order them on the right-hand side is what we need to do. Is that fine with everybody? Yes. We only have 40 minutes to do it. So Spider-Man Miles Morales, I don't think any of us played. Have Yeah, none of us. So I can go. Fall Guys. I don't. I do not. Um, I don't think that Doom Eternal should be on there. That's going to drop us to nine, though. I think that in its place, yeah. yeah. Well, we would need to add some, but that's that's just my opinion. Yeah, we can drop it. Um, we need Warzone. Oh yeah, we do. Oh, there's a knee. Um, I was the only one with Spelunky too, so I'm fine with removing that. But what and what's in its place? My vote would be Astro. I'm I'm good with that. Carlos, would you like to plan a bid for the show? Nah, I'm not gonna put it. That was just a top game for me, just because it nice. was it was something I fucking got by on and brought people together. Brought who together? Uh, we would play a lot of it on the ship, so we'd play either the show or we'd play a lot of uh Call of Duty. <clears throat> okay. Um... I don't think Cyberpunk should be on there. I'm not dead set against taking it off. Or again, I'm not dead set that I think it should be off. But it should or should not be on there? Yeah, it, could, it could maybe be on there. Like be on series? there like towards the end, yeah. I think we need to take off Final Fantasy. Okay. And, and for what? My vote's Yakuza. Uh, I'll allow that. I think Yakuza is a very interesting game. Uh, if you didn't have it for PC, I would also tell you to send that. Um, yep. What are you going to send me? I send you cookies, asshole. <laughs> Your wife sent me cookies. You Those didn't come from Whose you. idea do you think that shit was? Hers, because she's really nice and you're not. <laughs> I, I, will, I, I promise you. I promise you, it was my idea, uh, but that's fine. Um, you can take it off. You have editing permission still. Mar- uh, Carlos is the only one without them. <laughs> oh, I never actually changed that for the record. <laughs> but don't fucking abuse it. I swear. Um, oh, 
I really don't want Cyberpunk on there. This what is okay. Put in its place. That's the problem. Because uh, I would. Probably... I think this is a really good list of a variety of games that had some of the biggest impacts. Let's say. This is my thing. If somebody said, if somebody told me, if somebody came up to me and said, I want to play Cyberpunk 2077, is it worth my time? I would probably say no right now. I would say yes if they played on PC. But <laughs> I'd I say don't yes think... on PC, but then I'd also, IGN said something really interesting in their review, and it was, he is jealous of everybody who's going to play it a year from now. Because they're going to play it with all the patch fixes. Yes. And that's something I would say still get it. But I would be so jealous because all the shit we're going to see and find in the game, that person isn't going to find. I, uh, no, I disagree with that. They will find it. Then what do you mean? They're not going to turn a corner and have a character T-posing? Yes, you're right. They're not going to find that. But they're not. they were never supposed to. They're not going to find a lady with an endless butt pocket pulling french fries out of her ass. I uh, was playing earlier today and did the whole little hack thing as somebody was coming towards me. And her hair, just part of it stayed, so it just stretched across the screen. Dude, that, the screen. that, that happens all the time. There was a, uh, a character was spoke, smoking one time, and the cigarette just stayed in the air. Yep. I've and seen he, that with cell phones. Yeah, but he kept like smoking, but it was he didn't have anything in his fingers. I was like, dude, have have better... either of you done the concert yet? No, no? stop no. talking about the damn game. <laughs> I'm just asking. That's why I asked it that way. No, I I'm assuming. I think I know what you're talking about, but no, I have not. Um, I okay. What I would put in its place. Okay, this isn't our list. This is the, I mean, this is, our, you know what I mean. Um, it's not a personal list. I would say Animal Crossing is a better game to put on this list. I, I mean, I don't really care, honestly. <sighs> okay. Well, good talk then. I guess we'll keep it. Because it, it, it Animal Crossing only made my list as an honorable mention. It did make... It did make Carlos's. Not to mention, though... So that'll be the show. <laughs> but whatever. Uh, that's fine. Okay. Or so do they, we say Cyberpunk Asterisk? And... PC know, it's off only? to the side. Yeah, it's off to the side. I mean, I think that that would be more of a honorable mention. If you buy it on PC, yeah, do it. I it's been a weird year for gaming in terms of releases and stuff. So, I mean, I think that's a viable option. Say it's it's on the list if it's PC only or buy it in a year. Okay, fine. Then we'll leave it. Okay, so then what's the order? And let me get rid of all this stuff. Um, Half-Life. 
what about Warzone? I think Warzone was high on all of our lists. Or Hades. Yeah, Hades. That's a good spot for Hades. I'm not going to lie. It's hard for me to say somebody should play Half-Life with so so little people having VR. Like, honestly, that is the only hiccup for me. I'm fine with putting it on the list. I just think that it needs you need to properly place it based on the amount of people that can actually. Well, I guess it doesn't really matter. We're just ranking best games. Oculus Rift S, three hundred dollars <laughs> on sale right now. I'm just putting we shit. We don't. We don't have to. No, I'm I'm putting shit, and then we can rearrange. Uh, personally. Carlos, you need to get that game, by the way. Which one? Number five. Uh... Yeah, I was going to say, it's a good spot. Risk of Rain? Yes! Yeah, I was watching the. I was no. So as we're as we're doing this in the background, I'm watching. So like, Luke mentions games. I'm like, what the fuck is he talking about? It's like the past like ten minutes, I've been watching Half Life Alix gameplay. So I was like, well, let me see what this game's about since he's talking about it. And then I started watching Risk of Rain, and now I'm rewatching uh Hades gameplay, but for the PC. Um. Because I'm honestly thinking about getting on the Switch, not the PC. Hades? I mean, that's fine, but you're going to get... Honest... Uh, you're I gonna... don't think you're missing out that much on PC, if you don't get a PC. Because it's it's not a it super is... graphically intensive game. It is cloud... Um, oh, shit. Uh, it is cloud-saved. Or cross-platform. Yeah, but saves transfer as well. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Uh, um. Yeah, because once I finish Cyberpunk, I'm probably gonna pick that up, or the Infinite Phoenix, or uh, Assassin's Creed. Okay. So, well, risk of rain just because we need a third. Um. We have a guy that joins in every once in a while, but he really just joins in, tells us that we can beat the game in like 20 minutes, but then screws it all up and makes us replay the entire game again with no reset on the <laughs> difficulty. So if you don't know, the um, you start off as a, the game starts off easy, and the longer you the longer you spend in the game, the harder it gets. So if you spend like 20 minutes on one area. You're, you're going to the next area at a harder difficulty. So the difficulty, like, I want to say it's every five minutes. Luke, I don't know if you know. but No, I don't know. Yeah, it's like every five minutes. It starts off with Drizzle as the easiest, and then it's like, I don't know. It, it moves up, and then finally it's like, no, it starts off with very easy. Drizzle is the difficulty um, that you start off as. So it starts off as, like, very easy, easy, hard, uh, medium, hard, very hard, crazy, impossible, and then the very last one is just ha 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 ha, and just keeps on going. But anyways, every five minutes it ranks up, 
so you have to try to you start the game completely like you have no upgrades no nothing and you have to either a buy upgrades by killing enemies and then killing enemies gets you points and then you have to find in each of these five levels you have to find the um uh, the transporter, and you have to activate the transporter. Whenever you activate the transporter, it um, brings a boss. You have to sh- destroy the boss and then move on to the next area. But the time never starts over. So if you spend 20 minutes in one area and it's the first zone, you're going to the second zone at already on a very hard difficulty. And then everything's just going crazy by that point. So it starts off pretty easy and not really much of a challenge and ramps up really, really fast. Mm. Uh, but no, no, like a buddy of mine, he played with us one time and we were doing, we wanted to try to beat the game. We played, we, we played for like 20 minutes. We were going on to the last thing. And then we did like, cause the other thing is there's a whole lot of secrets. So like if you activate a certain uh, in thing, if you activate runes in a certain order, you can make the game harder, but your reward later is much better. So you'll get like a better character or something like that. Um, so like he was activating these runes and did it the wrong order and actually instead of doing it in the the since it was the wrong order it starts us all the way over so we have to do five levels again but the time never f- switched over so we were already on very hard starting the game all the way over and it was uh, it was a mess is the point um, <laughs> so you should get that game um, so right now. Uh, I have The Last of Us Part 2 is number one, Hades number two, Warzone number three, uh, Flight Sim number four, Half-Life number five, Risk of Rain 2 number six, Ghost of Tsushima seven, Yakuza Like a Dragon eight, Astro's Playroom nine, Cyberpunk 2077 ten. I will say right off the bat, I want to switch Half-Life and Risk of Rain. That's fine. You make it so not fun. You know he likes being debated with Luke? Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Half-Life is ten times the game that Risk of Rain is. If that's the way you feel, that's fine. I just want you to say it. And anybody that likes Risk of Rain is an idiot. I mean, I think think it's somebody that had it on their list. Wow. Nice. Uh, I think somebody that had it on their list as well should not call other people idiots that also have it. Yes. Yeah, by definition, you are also an idiot. That is the joke. Um, oh. Like he's, it's it's hard to back it up because so few people have played it, and it's hard. It's hard to. It's not just a normal game, so. Um. I'm willing to switch Yakuza and Ghost too, but that's between that's more like between you two. I can't really debate on Yakuza. Well, oh, no, you I mean, I, no, you bait on Ghost, and he he baits on whether or not Ghost should be higher. You debate, yeah, use you, you debate for Go, Ghost, and he debates for Yakuza. Okay, so what's what's so good about Ghost of Tsushima? Yeah. <laughs> Essentially, is what I'm asking. I feel like he just rolled up on me. So what's so good about this fucking game, yeah. dude? <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Um, so I'm looking at Yakuza fucking gameplay right now. Um, oh God, that's how he runs. <laughs> Already, I mean, it's great. It's modern time. Um, what do you? Mean? <laughs> that's how he runs. Well, it's great. It's modern time. What does yeah, that even like it, mean? It just takes place. Like I could see this game taking place in today, where Ghost of Tsushima takes place, like. In samurai times, and well, let me past. look up ghosts. Um, Ew, that's how he runs. <laughs> <laughs> he just this player just ran so just stiff, like he was running so hard but going nowhere. Have, have um, you ever seen these shadows in Cyberpunk of you running? Yes, it's scary. I have. They it's, run like teas. No, they don't. They Mine have like did. I mean, I they kind of have like their their arms are all the way out. And then, like, they just bend at the elbows. And then, it, so it's almost like, think about somebody doing the robot and running at the same time. <laughs> well, this is how this Yakuza dude runs. Um, shit, how, how was your story in Yakuza? Oh, that's hard. It's a good story. <laughs> <laughs> this is almost oh. not even fun because you guys are just like, so how's this? How's that? It's good. <laughs> Okay, here's the thing. I I know I'm non-confrontational, and this is going to take it to another level, but here's the thing. Ghost has... They they added things for free, free multiplayer, PlayStation 5 update. It was one of the best-selling, or fastest-selling PlayStation games ever Yeah. uh, for a brand-new franchise. So when we're looking at the overall list, the people's choice list, um, I think it makes sense to be above Yakuza. Okay. That's see, there we go. That's valid. Um, I mean, I, I can't believe I'm going to say this too, but I could be talked into putting Astro lower than Cyberpunk, and that's only because oh shit, I forgot. And that's only because Astro is only available on the PlayStation. But then again, I guess there's a lot of them, so never mind. Fuck it. No, it's staying. Damn it. Yeah, a lot of these are exclusives. Yeah, I know. I didn't. Well, it's like a pl- packing game for only the PlayStation Five. That's what I'm saying. Like, there's so few people that have a PlayStation Five, and on top of that, it's only available on that one, and you have to have the the actual console. Like, you can't go rent it because it's only on there. You know, that's my that's what I was meaning. But honestly, who cares? I'm fine with the list. The way that it is, there's nothing you want to change. I mean, I do, but it's what? stuff that uh, I think I personally think Flight Sims too high. Okay, and I'm gonna I'm gonna die for Half Life, but the the list is fine. So you think that? Well, okay. So do you think that Flight Sim should go to six and Half Life five and Risk of Rain to four? Or well, I think Flight Sim should be above. Risk of rate. It, the list is fine. Oh my god. So you he make wants it... to put it at number five and Half Life could go up. That's. So then, but no, because this is not. This is what he doesn't want. Hold on. God damn it. See, it, that list is messed up. It's, the, list, the list is fine. What the fuck just <laughs> happened there? And now Risk of Rain is four and five, and Flight Sim is off the list. Listen, Flight Sim's still there. There we go. But hold on. 
Okay, this is this is not this is not great. What are you doing? There. But that's not what he wants either, because he wants Half Life above Risk of Rain. Oh, Half Life should be number one. But it, even no, though, it even can't. though I said Last of Us is number one. <laughs> that's the one. I mean, thing I'm, he... if you guys are fine with that, I'm fine with it. I it's because here's my thing: Flight Sim is an amazing piece of technology, but there's just when it comes there's... to the game aspect, there's not. A whole lot there. I can agree with that. See, do you see how this works? Do you do you understand the concept now? I like, I would. I think it's a great piece of software and technology, and really, I would say you should, if you have a powerful enough PC, you should get it. But as a game, it's not that great. It, yeah, but it's it's I really it's it's awesome what it what it is, right? Yeah, I I think that's valid. I think that if we're not putting the PlayStation Five. And the Series X on here, it's almost hard to put flights in because I feel like it's almost the same thing. Like it's a piece of technology, like you were saying, not necessarily a game. It just so happens to be a game. <laughs> Whatever. Um But then it comes to do we even move it to eight? Because I think you make a very, 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 very valid point there. It took three years to get it out of you, but that's fine. I I would say that that list would be fine if it moved to number eight. Because there, I'm telling you this: there's no chance, not a single chance in hell. I am allowing cyber. Sorry, Carlos. Cyberpunk is not going higher than Flight Sim. Not a chance. I know that wasn't even on your list. Like that, it was higher up. It was higher than Cyberpunk on your list. But that's not my point. Or don't say anything. That's fine too. I'm not gonna disagree with that. You really think I was gonna put a cyberpunk above flight sim, dude? I did you not hear my catastrophes? I just I love surprising you, but I'm not gonna surprise you with that. Oh. Okay, so then. Do you know how pointlessly boring and fun it is to take off and land? Compared to all the glitches in Cyberpunk? Very. (laughs) (laughs) But so this is. (laughs) So we mentioned earlier, like falling asleep during dialogue. I tell you what, when I fly around in fucking flight simulator, I'm not falling asleep. No, I'm not either. I shouldn't be either because I'm the pilot of the plane. Right, because that's the reason why. (laughs) Yeah, you're right. Uh Maybe I like apricots now. Um. I okay. Um, so one time Carlos asked me if I wanted to play a game with them, and I said, "Yeah, sure, whatever." Where, where are we playing? And he's like, "Well, if we went through the normal rigmarole, you know, so what about Grand Theft Auto Five? Uh, well, what about the show? You want to play the show together?" Uh, but then whenever Flight Sim came out, he goes. Uh, so you want to play flight sim? And I said, and do what? And he goes, I don't know. We can like take off and land and stuff. <laughs> like that was all that he said that we could do in the game, and it was, I it cracked me up. Um, and then here you're like, do you know how fun it is just to take off and land? Uh, I really want to put. 
I really want to put Spelunky on here. But Luke, I think, is the... I know Carlos hasn't played Spelunky, right? Nope. Luke, how much have you even played of Spelunky? Like, barely anything. <laughs> okay. I know that wasn't even in your honorable mention, so or on your list, so I was just curious, really. Because it that's on my secondary list of I didn't play it this year. <laughs> I know it's probably good. I mean, it yeah, but I mean it has its flaws. Obviously, every game has its flaws. But yeah, um, I guess I'm fine with this list. I will say though, well, I'll wait till we lock it in. Any. Arguments, gripes. Okay. No. Right. I think it's good. Are you sure? Yes. Okay. Or is everybody just or is everybody just ready to get off the call? Probably on this call for the rest of my life. Okay. What if what if we at I couldn't I gotta work in the morning, but <laughs> 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 He's like, no, I'm nixing that right now. <laughs> but what? I was just going to be a pain in the ass and be like, what if we added uh... and I was going to pick show. some game that I could think of you and just be the show. So, so upset about. No. No. Um, I will say that I was going to add Grand Theft Auto 5 because they just put DLC out this year. Oh, shit. New game again. <laughs> I really want to say... God dang it. No, but don't because it's glitchy, so no. I don't even know what game you said because I have a better... I have an, I have an idea, but you guys are going to be mad. Let's okay. Okay. Removing Cyberpunk. Hold on. For a game that was on all of our lists... And that is Call of Duty Cold War. I actually don't think it was on Carlos's list, but that's not the point. It wasn't on my list, but... Because you don't have it, right? No, but I wouldn't... <sighs> that's so my only you thing. You want two Call of Duties on one list? He's trying to appease to the norms. He's selling out. Yeah, okay, you may be onto something with that one. He's selling out. He's a changed man. If this pandemic has done anything, it's changed him and his views on Call of Duty and first-person shooters. First of all, Cold War did not change my opinion on Call of Duty. Warzone did. <laughs> Second of all... As much as you call it Warzone, it's still a Call of Duty. No, dude, if you just never say the COD part, it doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't count. You know you want to call it by its real name, COD. Come on. I definitely not. The, no. Come on. Uh, okay, I guess I'm fine with the list. I just thought that would be... I just thought that Luke and I both had it on there. Um, let, let me but, ask you this. How much Mountain Dew do you have in the fridge right now? No, but listen. <laughs> I, ha I literally have one can of Code Red. That's uh, crazy. That's what every, every other COD player has in their fridge. They have none? They have a lot of Mountain Dew. I only have one can of Code Red. That's all the Mountain Dew I have. I don't drink that. That no. Because you that's, already went through the. <laughs> no, I, I only have it from whenever Luke came, actually. But that's not the point. Oh, uh, Dakota, how much Red Bull do you have? 
<laughs> Let's not go there. <laughs> That's not my fault. But back to the point, uh, I will say this, though. <laughs> and this is so embarrassing. I shouldn't say this. But I last night, I was like, dang, I want a snack. And I went to the fridge, and I saw that I had uh, my wife got um, a big-ass bag of the gate, the greatest gift to man, and that was pizza rolls. And whenever I took out the pizza roll bag, we have two two bags of these, by the way. Whenever what, I took out what the year pizza, is it in your house right now? No, hold on, <laughs> holding 2006. Anyway, so uh, I took out the bag to make some pizza rolls, and there's a code for double XP. And at that moment, <laughs> I realized I thought to myself. If I do double XP on a double XP weekend, does that give me four times the XP or only double the double XP time? And you put it in to find out? And what No, I didn't put it in to find out because the whole thing is, is that Luke and I have this, Luke and I have this race, but it's, I don't know if you can consider it a race. Remember, it's only me that's actually participating in this race to try to like level up as fast as possible. And so I was like, that's on Cold War on PC. Well, just the multiplayer side, but yeah. You the could join in if all you tied like... together. Yeah, so, since progression's all tied together, yeah. That's why I asked. All right. Why, you want to join in? Yeah. You'll lose, but that's fine. Go buy the game, write me out. <clears throat> but yeah, that's... And we have two bags of these with double XP both times, so that's my secret. So I just, pro tip, I don't think it'll give you uh, four times, but you should use it when it's not a last few weekend. Yeah, that's what I decided to do. And, but we have, so my wife got the, um, uh, the meat lovers. Let me tell you, that shit is disgusting. Nobody should ever get meat lovers pizza rolls. Really? Yeah, they're not good. You would probably like them. You somehow love that shit. I don't understand why, but whatever. <laughs> it's, not, it's not the point. Uh, but they, uh, we so we got two bags, and my wife the other day was like, "Throw the bag of the meat lovers away because none of, we won't eat it." And I was like, "No, I'll eat it at some point." And last night, whenever I saw the other bag, I was like, "Is that a double XP bag too?" And I saw that it was, and I was like. I'm not throwing these bitches away because I need that thing. I need that coat on the back of that. So I'm keeping a bag of pizza rolls that I'm never going to eat just for the code for Call of Duty. And that's a problem. I feel I, I'm, I don't like myself. It's official. You are a fan of Call of Duty. It's yeah. a virtual. Yeah. Shut up. Yep. He can say it all he wants, but he is. No. All right. So we're fine with this list. Yeah. All right, so Luke, you have the voice. All right, and here we are. <laughs> the Codec Call official list best games of the year 2020. And the winners are number 10, Cyberpunk 2077, with an asterisk to buy it on PC or buy it a year from now. Number nine, Astro's Playroom. Even though it's a pack-in for PS5. Number 8. Microsoft Flight Simulator. Even though it's PC exclusive. 
Number seven, Yakuza Like a Dragon. Number six, Ghost of Tsushima. Even Number though it's five, PlayStation exclusive. Yep. Number five, Half Life Alex. Even though only three people have played it in VR. <laughs> Number four, Risk of Rain 2. Number three, Call of Duty Warzone. Let it be known that Dakota is now the number one Call of Duty fan. (laughs) (laughs) Number two, Hades. And number one, The Last of Us Part Two. Congratulations to the winners and better luck next year. We will be sending you your trophies. If you didn't get them last year, they're lost in the mail. Can't blame us for that. Yeah, that is exactly what happened. Yeah. I sent I sent Phil Spencer a DM to get the get the address. He never replied back. You guys are homies like that? No, he didn't reply back, that dick. Oh. He's a nice guy. No, he really is. He's he's wonderful. Met him like three times. Alright, let's park this bus. Alright, team. It's about time to park the bus. Delta Delta out. Dock the boat. This is Uh, so Nova. I don't even... I don't understand that one at all. (laughs) (laughs) That's what they say is cyberpunk. I know. That's why I said Delta (laughs) out. Yeah. Another one of the phrases that... Who knows what they mean. But they say them all the time. I will say whenever you said that, like, nothing has... Nothing has been more true than whenever you pointed out that they like are trying to be edgy by using these words that nobody understands what they mean. And yeah, that's like so true. And I never well, anyway. Cyberpunk better luck better luck next year. Hopefully it improves. Um so this has been Game of the Year twenty twenty with Codec Call. Which you can subscribe to on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, as well as CPU, Computer Podcast Utility, or Tech Podcast. Uh, I'm Luke tonight. I've been joined by Dakota and Carlos. Um, I'm at LukeDella23. Dakota's at FoxDie89. Carlos is at CrayZero. Uh, you can follow Z Targeting as a whole at, at Z Targeting2016. Uh, that's about it. Thank you for listening, and we'll catch you next time.